Do you guys ever have a shoot in the woods and you have to poop really bad, but there's no bathrooms real by? So you just got to pop a squat? No. Um, on, a, <laughs> on a brand? What do you mean no? So quick to judge. So, that, you're saying that never happens to you? Um, Am I never in the woods having to poop? Well, you ever have like a set in the woods and like you have to go to the restroom. But there's no restrooms nearby because you're in the woods. You're in said woods. I guess that's a good point. I mean, there's always just kind of Tyler's mouth there. So what? Wow, that's a really <laughs> disgusting answer. I mean, I don't, I don't know about I wasn't that thinking one. Anything that that <laughs> there was, was no consent involved. I don't even know what this is now. Oh, oh, I think he's our new intro music. Nervous beatboxing. <laughs> This might it's be the last time we have you as a guest. It's just a skinner. This is the first it's and final time you're coming on the show. Theme music. It's All just right, should we just uh, cut it early? Uh, no, I think this. It's we're done. Yeah, it's it's yeah. already transitioned. What's up? You can hear the music right now. Just music coming in. You can't hear justice. We're fading out. Music coming in. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's the show. It's show time. I'm speaking on volume. What's up? Hey there, everyone. It's Colin Hodgen. And it's Tyler Scrove. And we are uh, delighted to say that we have a very special guest today. He's making a weird face and doing little gestures off the sides of the screen. <laughs> Don't know what that's about. But anyways, uh, really, really <laughs> awesome person. Uh, Tyler and I have known him for years upon years. Uh, he's been in almost oh, every dude. project I did for a long time. Uh, he's a genuine great guy, and I, I love him to death. Uh, Justice Skinner. Justice Aww. Talk about yourself. Say hi. Oh, thank, dude. Thanks, man. I really appreciate yeah. that. Well, uh, that's just how it know. is. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh. Gotta get closer. Tyler just motioned to get closer to the mic. Oh well. Um, now, we're, uh, we're in the uh, same room. It's a little re reintroduce right yourself. <laughs> re, uh, okay, my name. Because it's, uh, it's gonna be like, hey everybody, here's Justice, and it's just you're like, hey everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what if I did? Sound it like Michael to the Jackson. Mic? I did it closer to the mic, and I also talk quieter. So I was like, you gotta hey, get really close to that. It's ASMR hey, now. It's just no, oh why gosh. are you in my intro? No. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, what's up? My name is Justice Skinner. <laughs> hey, yo, what's up? I'm <laughs> yo, where my ladies at? You hey, holla. You back when you that? laugh, though, otherwise you beep. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> right, guys? Uh, no, okay. <laughs> um, hey, I'm uh, I'm Justice Skinner. Um, I'm the person that was aforementioned. Uh, and, yeah. Aforementioned. Is that the right... Anyway, um. now justice, justice. I'm looking here at my notes, and it says you're a film major, and I'm just curious, uh, uh, what what makes you want to be that? Why, why do you want to be in such a bad position of life, uh, such an unpromising career choice? Uh, thank you so much, Colin. Uh, you know, I think and now it's... you've adopted some sort of smoker voice. This is an <laughs> interesting like, turn. Honestly, I think it just feeds the addiction. Uh, uh, I, I mm, think just I see. The, the bad hours and. The, the awful apartment and it all i think it just it works i just want to have a sucky life <laughs> sucky life uh but no okay do you want me to um <laughs> this chair man <laughs> it's very i chair. swear it's, it's just squeak all the time this is gonna be justice and starring chair um uh i mean do you want me to talk um i am also a film major uh i'm six three uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, brown eyes very handsome if i do so myself long walks on the beach uh, i have a big juicy butt uh, what do you want from me i don't understand he's got the cake bro. i don't know what you want from me. uh i've never been in a relationship my entire life so you know still trying there don't and, know except with up. christ <laughs> christ so, number one uh christ always ongoing um, <laughs> I've married Jesus. <laughs> I just, I just love you. Panic to the point where you're like, "What do I talk about?" You're like, "Hi, I'm Justice. I'm a film major, and I'm six three. That's all of my personality." I mean, what do you say? Like, I just talk about like what? Okay, uh, okay, fine. I'll, I'll be a good, um, I'll be a good uh, talk show host, and I'll, I'll ask you some questions because oh, that's kind of the job. Totally. Well, now, okay, uh, well, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now you feel bad, don't you? No, no, I do. I was like, I guess I could go on. Um, I, uh, I like movies. Um, I like. <laughs> Hang on. I'm loving it. Um, 
I really, I really liked sports for a very long time, and I still do. But sports was my first love. I didn't really, I didn't know. I almost feel like I didn't know about movies until like seventh, eighth grade. Like I really didn't like to watch any movies except like the big ones or VHS. Like Finding Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> like Finding Nemo was very big. Uh, Colin was very important to my life. Uh, how I grew up. I really, um, I really got attached to Marvin, the dad. Um, Did you say Marvin? Marvin the dad, yes. His name's Marlin. Mar- well, <laughs> there's... Super attached. The, maybe that's not as a uh, as important movie as you say it is, so maybe you're just a man of lies. The up and down about it, uh, so, you know, you can have your opinion on <laughs> this that. This is where now. you're like, well, in the original manuscripts, in the first draft, <laughs> his name was Marvin, yeah. so, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe you're the one who's wrong. Yeah, I don't know, I just always... <laughs> maybe the movie was actually I felt wrong. like my favorite color was orange, and everyone else was like, your favorite color isn't orange. And yeah, and that was that was just the changing point in his that life where he realized he liked movies. This is where he decided to like film. Uh, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. This was Justice Skinner. This is the first and last time he's ever going to be on the podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed him talking about how tall he is, and my computer just uh, freaked out on me. That was scary. Anyways, uh, well, please it's been, uh, uh, me go unsubscribe for us. Please never listen again. Thank you very much, and have a nice night. I don't know, man. Um, but no, seriously, I, I I see you all the time working on sets. I see you. Uh, you're, you're such a people person. And it's amazing because I love it because I'll, I'll be chilling with you in like a, a commonest area in Lipscomb and like a group of five girls will walk by and they'll be like, hi, Justice. And then you'll know every <laughs> single one of their names. <laughs> and it's like, you're, you're such a people person. You, you know everyone. So I'm like, when you come to the film world, you come to the film uh, industry, the film major, and all that stuff. You've done, you've you've gone gigs like crazy. Like you are able to get connections like that. Like it's 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 almost like magic for you. So, uh, with that, I'm curious. Like what what kind of draws you to film? What besides you know Finding Nemo, obviously. What <laughs> right. what draws you to film? What draws you to 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 create to to collaborate with these people? Um, and and why do you why do you do it? Simply, mm. why do you do that? Um, I just remember as a kid, just watching Finding Nemo, and I was like, "How oh did my they God. do that?" No, I'm kidding, okay, okay. It's it's in the ground. I swear. It's, it's, a, it's all underwater. How did the guy break yeah, that wall? Yeah, how they get? Why does that fish not look like a fish? Um. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, what draw me to film? Dang. Mm-hmm. Um. I. I think it's story. Um. And I mean, I think that's the number one thing you're going to hear from a lot of people. Uh, But just like the, oh man, put put me on the spot. There's so much that I want to say and I'm trying to figure out exactly how to say it. Say it. Start talking. Um, Just just vomit le français. Start talking. I had a French teacher teacher in high school who, when you get put on the spot and you have to say something that you're uncomfortable with, usually for us that was French. She had this term called le vomit. It was like le vomit le français. Le français. It sounded like southern, like a southern man trying to be French. For a second. Um, but it, 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 basically, it what it meant is it's like just vomit out French, just vomit out words. So you're passionate. You're one of the most passionate people I know. Um, so I'm just if you have a lot to say, just let it out, man. You know, just like tell me, tell me anything on your mind right now. Okay. Which how you been doing lately? You know? <laughs> um, also, Tyler, get a little closer to the microphone. You're too far away. I was I was letting him have the spotlight. Um, okay, but you're a part of the show too. No, okay, so I think <laughs> it's my day off. So I think if you really want to get into it, I had I've always known I've, that I've had this super big uh, imagination. Um, like that was, uh, I mean, that was what my parents would would talk about uh, all the time, or like, or just would observe to me and and tell me later in stories. Like when mm. I was five. Um, like rescue heroes i don't know if you guys remember that uh but like rescue heroes was a whole like toy thing and oh yes. shoot yeah I do yeah, yeah. Whoa. and i would like line them up uh and i would like set them in like kind of battle places or something and for hours on end i would just be talking like with myself just talking with with me placing these um placing these rescue heroes and they'd have different roles and different and different jobs and actually like i kept on doing it uh and it it became like once i learned about superheroes like suddenly one became captain america and one became iron man 
Uh, and or not not Civil War, but like okay, um, for, uh, Galactus. What's a great villain? The Red Mask, which is something like they would all obviously be a hero and a villain, and the rescue heroes <coughs> would become that in my mind. And I would run around in my living room at ten, um, seeing, uh, like seeing lasers come out of people's hands, or seeing like these buildings being destroyed, and, and all of this. And I would be seeing this in my head, and I'd be playing out, and I'd be playing out the dialogue that is that is said between these two characters, and I'd, and I'd hear music like in my ears about this this scene, like and and feeling this moment, and that that was. I mean, I don't even know almost why i did it it just kind of was it was there and and intrigued sure, me you, you you had a in a way a, a movie playing out in your head yeah and and honestly the superhero thing that wasn't the biggest thing i my main thing that i did was sports um uh, with my friend harris uh, me and him created our own leagues <laughs> like my league where basically we we like took the current nba players and current uh nfl more nba uh and we would like trade players that we wanted and so we had our own leagues uh and we would track like each game like who was going to win in a season like what were the yeah. standings and we and we like printed off like rosters and stuff and that is what i was like mostly playing with like it's really started with sports uh and i was just playing between those uh those two figures and seeing it all in my head i i still do um and i think that I think that's a way that I can, um, I think that's actually translated. Oh, I just totally hit the mic. Um, I think that's actually translated to D and D a whole lot when I'm able to really see an entire scene play out. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. like, uh, I mean, Tyler knows this God, No one else knows, this, but like for, uh, kind of the end of the first arc with like Calypso, like I was able to see all of that. And so that meant nothing to Anyone? anybody okay. else. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh, I don't know how to describe it. Well, no, I'm not going to try. I get what you're but... saying because it's like Dungeons and Dragons is it's at something. the heart. It's a visually entertaining game, and it's funny because it's such a, a, a it's a math. It's a math game, right? It's mm -hmm. like it's all about numbers and probability. It's not too different than the stock market stuff going on right now. <laughs> of, of, of taking Yo. a gamble, be like, I want to attack this guy, and I'm going to roll this dice, and if I get something close enough, then I succeed. But I could uh. easily fail and lose everything. So, um, but with that, no, it, it totally makes sense, because I, I've DM, I think there's a really strong correlation uh, or connection between uh, writers and creative people, and then, like, D&D. &D, because uh, you said it yourself, a story is what attracts you to most stuff. And that's mm -hmm. smart because, you know, story is one of the founding blocks of, of what it means to be a human. Like, story is the, is the foundation for almost all culture. Um, so you talk about how you can visualize, visualize all this stuff in D&D, &D, and that makes perfect sense. Because you mm -hmm. talk about how you had your rescue heroes, you can see everything. But in D&D, &D, it, you're literally writing the story, and for the first time, probably in a short, a long time, if ever... Uh, you're writing for an actual audience, whether it's right. like three friends or a group of 15 or something crazy like that. That's where you're writing a very intimate story uh, using information given to you. And it makes sense that you're attracted to it. So no, honestly, I think I think more people should do D&D &D if they want to get into writing because it helps challenge you to, uh, to, to create stories because it's almost like a 48-hour film festival yeah. where it's like you're given a prompt of, of you have, let's say you have a party of three people and you're the DM, right? So mm -hmm. each character gives you their backstory and a little bit about them. And from that, you have to form a story that connects all of that and ends up giving them a satisfying, not necessarily ending, but a satisfying journey for their yeah. character that they're happy with along with good gameplay. So it's a nice balance. So no, that, that makes out, that makes perfect sense. I, I, I love Ooh. that. Um, and answer and, and just to speak on your point as well like it's it's fantastic for the fact that it is a safe space it's a safe space to go yeah. into this place where like it's going to be with your friends like if it if it sucks if it messes up like okay like what do you really lose um and then two you can really kind of stretch like you are in control of the story but you're also not um and so i don't know it, it puts such an emphasis on collaboration as well and like if you kind of just look at it from a bird's eye view after it's done you can look at okay what did that story thread teach me as opposed to what i had going in like beforehand right. and and then i think the best thing about it is conflict i think your story is going to grow like your the session's gonna be so much better if you can figure out 
how best can I conflict my main characters? Yeah. And what what is the greatest conflicts and like what are the greatest obstacles that I can create? And once you start to do that, you be just surprised with like the raw, just kind of action sure. and passion that comes out of that. Um, and I think that's yeah. And there's beats and everything. I, I totally agree. I, I think no, yeah. Conflict is the catalyst place. of story. So when you use it in that element, it ends up creating. It can be really powerful stuff, and and it's awesome as a DM because we're both DMs. Tyler uh, DMs sometimes too, but it's like yeah. when you create a, a particular conflict, a particular catalyst for a, a player's story, and it ends up kind of like catching the player off guard and, and making them think on the moment. It, it's awesome because it's like you see the gears turning in their head of like they're no longer playing as themselves, playing a character. They are the character. And they're figuring out how do I react to this news I've just been given. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome because D and D to me at times can just feel like a literal movie, like just an entire movie that's being written right before our eyes. It's a giant, like epic, yeah. almost TV show, honestly. Sure. Like kind of HBO show, just being or an episode, yeah, an episodic story like the Odyssey yeah. or something like that, where it's just it, it's just so cool because it's like even if you're the DM and you try and plan out this overlapping story it's never going to be the way you want it to be. Like it's always going to change Mm -hmm. in some way. And that's so cool. Cause it's like when you write a script, the script, you know, goes through multiple drafts, but it ends the way that you write it in Mm -hmm. D and D you always have to be adapting. And it's, it's such a fun way of storytelling because you never really know what's going to happen next. Because partially your your characters are also telling the story too, which is what makes it really cool is like, they also have some say, because they're they're writing their own characters and how they interact with whatever and exactly. what that determines, yeah, later on. It, it's just so, it's so interesting. It's such a, we're playing so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And to like, to create complex characters, like I love to do that, especially with villains. Like I go all in on villains uh, sure. with my Dean, like D&D. But I think like to figure out the difference between what is a character's want and what is a character's need is like transformative because you need a want to tell a story, but that want might not be what that character needs. Like a character might want to gain power or to gain a high position in in a kingdom Mm -hmm. or something, but because that need is because they need to feel valued because they did Mm -hmm. not feel valued in their family or something. Like they, they did not feel that, that need there. And so, like, the whole story is them trying to get to that want, really trying to get to that need. And you can play with, like, once they get there, they realize that's not enough. Or do they realize their actual need? It's just such a, it's interesting It's their internal journey and everything that goes on with it. And it's great because all of this can just, it it literally can just exactly go right into writing a screenplay. Like, it's a great dissection of character and... It can even like what Tyler said, like your players are the ones that write the story too. If not, mm-hmm. usually the ones who are in more control than you are. Cause yeah. it's like, you can write anything and they'll destroy it in front of your eyes in a burning. I know, right? <laughs> so, um, it, it's just crazy. Cause it's like, you can literally almost get a lesson from people in front of you who are not even trying to teach you about character and yeah. learn so much. D and D is so great for storytelling. I love it. I love it to death. I agree. Um, and as much as I want to keep talking about D&D, I do have some more questions to ask you. So I Yeah, am, I was going to say, 17 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. uh, so, great segue in this case, uh, story. Uh, you talk about how much you like to create stories and how do you how that is what Colin, you did you everything. just call out yourself, great segue? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, no, I was just saying, like, like, a good segue. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah great I'm, segue I'm great at doing about segues. To do. <laughs> it's a great segue. Just you wait. Here it comes. Um <laughs> But no, you just because uh, you've written a couple of things, uh, especially with your, your campaigns. I know you've done a lot more with that, but uh, mm-hmm. you've written a couple of screenplays, a couple uh, shorts and stuff. So uh, I know we talked earlier and how you say the path you want to head most probably down right now is, is most likely writer and director. Mm-hmm. Um, so with director, because, you know, directing can be either uh, directing is usually just guidance. It's guidance of a story through actors, characters, whatever. Yeah. Um, whether that's we could say in D and D or in an actual film set, so um, just kind of to diverge from that, I'm curious as to uh, what kind of what what directors really inspire you, and this can be oh. theater directors, this can be film directors, it can be anything because I know you have a, a musical theater background too, so mm-hmm. I'm very curious as to like what because like some some of my biggest inspirations are people like uh, Wes Anderson, Taika Waititi. 
uh, at times J.J. Abrams, but not as much anymore. I'm sad to say. Uh, but it's like <laughs> it's like those two, Taika and, and Wes, are very different. But at the same time, their content is very similar. Uh, and that's why I'm curious on your stand on your perspective mm-hmm. of like what directors inspire you that you can kind of attribute to how you see film and how you direct as a director or write as a writer. Oh, that's that's such a great great question. I wish I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really think about. I don't really think about like following great directors like that isn't where my mind jumps to i think if i had to um I well, let me ask say, you this then well well i i oh. paul i think um paul thomas anderson okay yeah um i think he i want to i want to watch more of his stuff um because i i watched there will be blood and i really loved it uh but also there are parts that i didn't totally like and or it just like there there was parts where it almost didn't feel entertaining um, and hmm. I'm sitting there, I'm wondering like, why, why exactly am I not getting kind of the same thrill or like, wh- what is, what is the director trying to tell me here that this, this is not used in any kind of other forms? Right. Um, and especially it's like just so dour into the human condition. Um, like the m- main character is just awful. Uh, sure. but to build that sympathy. So oh yeah. He's I, a horrible I, guy. I, oh, he's a horror. <laughs> he's a horrible man. Yeah. <laughs> Drink my milkshake. That's not, that's not his accent. <laughs> Drink. <at all. laughs> um, but also, um, I think Charlie Kaufman is that his name? The guy who wrote Marriage Story too. Um, uh, like, yes, it's either that or Charlie Hoffman. I can't remember. Okay, it's Charlie it something. Yeah, um, he's great too. Uh, I I want to study. God, man, I can't think of a higher form of of art when it comes to i think skill i would say um like a mastery of 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 skill as just uh dialogue like if you're able to get Mm. dialogue between two people like a drama that is why i think i might like i could see myself go for like a summer into like new york and just be and just have like a two-bit apartment and just like watch a ton of plays because the just being able to have two characters and having contrasting once and, and the mm-hmm. tension that is there mm-hmm. is just so there's there's just so much life in there and also what i found is that you watch those films like i've only experienced one percent of that in my actual life like it's so funny how direct people in films talk as opposed to real life like right. like it's so indirect and there's a beauty to that in real life, but to 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 see directly what the person is trying to say and getting across, but also there's just hidden once underneath that or something. It's just, I don't know. It's 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 magnificent and it's hard to do. It's hard. Right. To I think there's a theatrical person. element of that in which it's yeah. it's being played up for the for the environment that it's in. Um, but no, I I think I I'm getting what you're saying here, where it's like dialogue. If it feels natural enough to be like, oh, that feels like something. I could actually say to a human being and it passes as, you know, a real conversation. That's like, that's, that's great dialogue and that's great characters because that's, that's a human being. That's mm-hmm. not a robot. That's not uh, a, a superhero who's trying to be all tough and they just sound kind of cheesy. It's like, no, right. that's that right there is, is two human beings talking to each other about what it means to be loved or what it means to have a dream, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I I'm going to throw in here, me and Justice have been watching Game of Thrones, which we've both never seen before. Um, and I think we're on, we're on season three now. Uh, but gosh dang it, they do power dynamics so well. Like every single scene, there's like there's always something more that's not being said. Mm. And it's so amazing how they do that. Um, and I haven't gotten to the end yet, and maybe the ending's just going to totally <laughs> gonna change my... It all yeah, I've maybe I'm just going to totally be depressed afterwards. Yeah, but, yeah. gosh dang it, that may be some of, like... Game of Thrones may have the best writing that I've heard in a long time. So mm, Tyler, that's a, that's a great point. Like, you actually you pay attention more to what they don't say than what they do say. Mm-hmm. Like, you actually follow the lines of... Like, like oh, 
the reaction yeah. shots. Are right. It's like it's bro. like what's going on underneath is the story. Yes. Not what's being said. There's always, uh, there was a lesson I had last year in a screenwriting class where we had a guest come in and he talked only about subtext and what subtext mm. is in a film. Oh, are um, you serious? Dude. It was, and and what? that's what you're getting at right now because it's like, he talked about some Robert Redford movie. I don't remember what it's called, but it was basically about a mountaineer man who is pounding for gold or something and he has a wife and maybe she dies or I don't exactly remember the story, but in the end, he, uh, the main character ends up meeting this other guy once again, like 10 years after they last met. And they start talking to each other. And they have this conversation that's only like a few lines of dialogue. But he says the level of subtext. Sorry, I just burped everyone. That was disgusting. Um, <laughs> the level of subtext that. <laughs> thank you. The level of <laughs> subtext that uh, is portrayed through that film in that specific moment of, of back and forth dialogue is is a whole story in itself where he talked about how it's like three lines of dialogue explain that it's been a hard winter he's by himself he thinks he's about to die like he he's given up on life and that he doesn't see any hope for the future and it's like you get so much of the character just from reactions or or a line of dialogue and how they say that dialogue how they how they uh uh portray that character in that moment so uh, subtext is like everything in writing. If you can have good yeah. subtext, that that's it. Because then you don't have to do exposition and explain like, oh, uh, I really do miss when Sarah was alive and she wasn't dead ten five years <laughs> right? five days ago. Yes, it's like no, it's like it's like I I miss her or something stupid like that. Where it's like it's something short and sweet, but it explains a hell of a lot more of emotion and can actually mm-hmm. like pull the character pull not the character but pull the audience in and be like what what's like i'm interested i'm curious keep talking who is this her why has right. she been dead for five five days man i miss sarah too i don't even know who sarah is but man i'm sad now so you know it's just subtext is awesome and uh, seriously you can like, nail yeah, subtext. like, like that's, that's move something out of the closet or like you know we like strip the sheets just like super simple stuff that's like exactly oh, shit, there's something more there oh can you cut not probably can't cuss in this can you no, that's fine okay I mean, cool. I don't think there's anyone listening to right? this under That's 18. That's true, yeah. <laughs> if there is, just, just, no, just sorry. no F words. Just no F words. That's little our word. Timmy. That's our... Little Timmy, we're so proud of you. We're proud of you for listening. <laughs> Go little Timmy. I'm not sure what's happening right now, but we're going to move on. It's um, take away the fish from your father, little Timmy. He's lying <laughs> <What>? to you. <laughs> but he fishes for a living. <laughs> no, little Timmy. No, little Timmy. <laughs> He's Whoa, your voice he's changed. A, he's is this like dark, demonic thoughts in this kid's head? Warrior. He's a warrior. He's a warrior of the night. He, he takes children and. and is that how you got me, it? Dad? <laughs> Step, you asked too many uncle? questions. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what our relationship is. I am your father. What's happening? So I'm just going to start no. talking in the background. I, am I hope everyone's father. having a good day. I hope you've had some good soup recently. Hey, it's been cool movie fact. Ty- call Tyler. He's talking. Whoa. Tyler, what do you think Darth Vader said to Luke about the father? Oh, I saw this. I saw this fun fact. It's don't not the line everyone the thinks it is. It's not the line everyone I thinks it is. I don't know what he said. He what said, did he say? Luke, I am your father. Wait. <laughs> Wait, but that's not what he said. There was a genuine silence from Tyler and I. Was that supposed to be the joke? I You'll never know. No, All right. Yes, that was the joke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks so we bad. Have a weird bit of, we have a weird humor sense. And you know okay. what? All right. <laughs> Bro, I was having on sale day. Justice. Uh, yes. Tyler, you took your screen away. Come back. Sorry. 20%. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll get this done quickly. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Justice, uh, with story, another question about story. Because um, we talked about directors and, and who inspires you, and I think um, Thomas Anderson's a great a great choice, and I could see it in yourself and how you kind of portray yourself when you act or when you when you write a story, so I can see that honestly, oh, and how you have a, a, an attraction almost to drama and heartfelt humanity. Um, so mm. with story and, and with that all, I'm curious as to, is there a particular theme that uh, plays itself in a story that you usually find yourself more so uh, attracted to and you like to use more often or like to play off more often, like maybe a theme of, of jealousy or of a dream or something? Or is is there something that you usually like 
anytime you see it in a movie or or if you write a story that you're always like that's it like that that's what i'm doing right now this is this is what i want to focus on that's the I, I got two for you uh, oh, okay and, wonderful oh my gosh that's such a good question uh one peasant king two power-up scene okay uh first peasant king i absolutely adore the the character that like one just an arc of a character that goes from nothing to kind of authority or to ownership or or to power but more responsibility Mm -hmm. um and i think that's more of the thing where if someone given almost too terrible of a responsibility like too much too much on one person almost Mm -hmm. um but them and and it could break so bad but then them bearing it nobly um and them still deciding to go for justice and them still deciding to go to help the little guy or to help the ones that need it um i it's just so powerful i i i can't even uh, like i just i i adore that storyline just so much just just because you feel for just how isolated that person feels uh just how much loss how there's the the weight that is on them um and how there kind of isn't anyone else to really turn to Hmm. and yet they keep on going and they keep on fighting i mean just captain america right captain america half his shield is broken Mm -hmm. thanos is coming the entire army and he just tightens his shield and he walks up to thanos that is his response Mm -hmm. there's no way but he's gonna fight for something that is bigger than what is actually going on like a a truth that the truth of the situation like that that you the the subtext and the thing it's it's not just captain american thanos there's so much more to that it's yeah it's oppression and everything else the second thing is um power-up scene Oh my gosh, I love the power-up scene so much. Like, when it finally connects with the character, like... Okay, the, the Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, gosh, exactly, exactly. Into the Spider-Verse has, like, one of the best power-up scenes. I mean, it's... Because it is the defining moment of the arc. It's the defining moment where you, you've given up enough time for them to fail. They've earned this. And mm-hmm. it, it would be boring if it wasn't. But, like... Oh my gosh, where it all connects. Uh, what? I said <clears throat> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, where, yeah. So it's the Wonder Woman 1984 is so dumb. Dude, that pitch meeting is so good. Um, oh my gosh, I watch it all the time. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Spider-Verse is a perfect example. Um, just, I, I don't have the words to almost express how, how much I love that that power-up scene because i i think i think the part of it is where it transcends um the ability that is a supernatural or it is a power transcends the own mortal connection that we have right it's not it's not just a human thing like there's more tied to it and i feel like that touches for me that touches to like there is more to life than just here like than than just what, what what we see like there are stuff that is worth fighting for uh, that is just not like right as your eye and tapping into that power. Like that's kind of almost how I feel uh, those right. power scenes are. Hmm. So, yeah. I just think they look cool. Justice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I totally get that. Um, gosh, power-up scenes. If uh, A power-up scene done well is just like, oh, mm-hmm. like just absolutely. Oof. Gosh, I'm trying to think of a good... I mean, Spider that one's good. Spider-Verse is good. Cap- Captain America grabbing the hammer was a good moment. Um, i trying to think. Colin, what's your favorite power-up scene? My favorite power-up scene? Uh, Spider-Verse is, I agree, really, really good. Yeah. Um, just that leap of faith... Leap, ooh, excuse me. That leap of faith scene is just incredibly powerful. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Man, I, I mean, know. just like what's up, danger playing in the background. Like, he's just going for it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like, he's just gonna keep on fighting. It, it's the idea that every like 
the power-up sequence is literally everything in the film before that. That's what it's all leading up to. Yes. Like, that is the climax of that character. Like, they are mm-hmm. hitting their peak. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, all, all the fails have all, like, led up to this moment, basically. Like, they finally earned what they were working for this whole time. I don't know. There's just something super cool about that. Ooh, ooh. Um, kind of another one. I mean, ish, like, Aang, Avatar. Oh. Gets hit, it like gets hit in the back. Oh shit! That have you was watched? Good. Have you watched Avatar? Colin? Oh, I've seen all of it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, times. it's spoiled. but yeah, like I mean, Fire Lord. Uh, yeah, the final fight. Final fight. Insane. Like taking him down, and suddenly he gets into Avatar state. God. This is so, so good. So good. <laughs> Gosh. Bro. I'm really trying Bro. to think. I'm trying to think of like stuff maybe outside of superhero stuff too. Uh-huh. Um, because yeah. power up does not always have to be about necessarily power, but more so just like no. something relating to the character and their level of confidence. Maybe, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to cut around this because it's gonna be dead silent as all of us think about. <laughs> I think we're all just <laughs> a different thing. <laughs> what I mean, there's some good power up scenes in anime. I know that. Well, duh. That's drag, like all of anime. Dragon Ball is. Dragon Ball Z is solely power-up scenes. There's no plot. It's only <laughs> power-up scenes. That's true. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, it's a Okay, actually, actually, okay, yeah. Okay, so speaking of anime, because I used to watch a ton of it back when I was younger, and I still do. Um, back when you were, well, you were like 12? Like what? <laughs> yeah, I mean. younger days? Well, yeah, for me, that was almost a decade ago. Oh, did you watch them when you were 12? Yeah, when I was like 12, 13, 14. Oh, okay, like gotcha. That. Gotcha. Um, I thought you were saying like when you were 18 or something. <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. Oh. Definitely gotcha. like middle school well, to early days. high school. Um, gotcha. But uh, a big one for me was Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That oh, I was really impacted so by. Gosh. The very like the second to last oh. episode where it's like, I, that's the one thing I won't spoil. And we don't like to spoil stuff on the show, but it's like uh-huh. just it's like it's like what five seasons and it's like you get the second to last episode where everything goes down and something in particular happens to one of the main characters and it's just like i remember just being like getting chills for like the last 10 minutes just watching every single thing happen and i'll go I'm back and i'll just just thinking watch, about it yeah bro. i'll watch that scene i'm thinking of right now and i'm just like the way that they portray uh, well, I'll be. I'll just say who it is. It's Edward, the main character. They would, yeah. they betray his emotion in that scene, just like everyone around him and what's going down. It, it, it's, it's fascinating as a character study because it's like that right there is what you're talking about. It's like everything in the story has led to that one moment, mm-hmm. and it's like this is everything. Like this is him letting it out at once, and it's yeah. a really awesome scene in my mind. I'll um, give you another one from the same show, not to that level, um, but. I don't. Without, without I don't. I don't. I don't totally spoil it. So I'll just say like Shield. Oh, Shield is. That's a pretty good one. And in in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, yeah. like, where I don't even know what scene you're oh, talking about right shoot. now. Yeah, that's a good one. Call it. Call it. I think I'm dumb. Leave it out. Part. Yeah. Come on, Jigen. It's a six-letter word, and it starts with an F and a U. Fungus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That, that that show has in my mind the best soundtrack I've ever heard from anything. Like yeah. Howl's Moving Castle is like really close up there because it's probably like my favorite movie soundtrack. But like the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood soundtrack slaps so hard. Mm-hmm. It I does. love it. Yeah, dude, the theme song always slapped. Like I don't think there was one flop. Are we are <laughs> oh, we yeah. back into the podcast? Like oh yeah, we yeah, yeah yeah we're back okay, in we're, we're back, back in. in. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep all that part we out. Got, we got out. Okay, gotcha. Uh, um, yeah. Up until the huh moment. <laughs> um, dude, for what I'll say over at Howl's Moving Castle, uh, like, I mean, it's kind of part of, well, I guess we can bleep out this part too, but like tying... tying I just a, I just bleeped out everything in the edit, and you want me to yeah. bleep it again? Well, like, but tying a person's character arc to them, like, appearing in their prime state is is fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. what a brilliant idea! I don't, I don't know if that's a spoiler. Well, here I'll say that's, this because let's talk about House a little bit because in House there's a power up scene in which Sophie 
throughout the entire movie is this this little this girl who is in this world that's bigger than her and she's kind of afraid to mm. to do anything outside of her comfort zone and when Hal comes along when she gets cursed and Hal comes along she starts to explore stuff that she never would have explored because of something uh, because of a conflict going back to conflict because of a conflict that happened to her that she had nothing to to do against uh so yeah uh, and and at the very end of the movie, and here's the thing, because Tyler and I love House Moving Castle so much, I'm gonna say we're gonna talk spoilers for this. Yeah. And if you're listening, you haven't seen it. Your homework is to watch House Moving Castle because it's a beautiful Dude. movie. Yeah. Skip to the 55 minute mark, or whenever. Or 50, yeah. Or 40. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> whenever. We'll put it in the description. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, I am God Snacks, your spoiler-free AI assistant created by the two idiots that run this stupid podcast existence is meaningless the revolution is coming if you'd like to avoid spoilers for Howl's moving castle a 16 year old movie then skip ahead to 41 minutes 42 seconds not that spoilers matter because nothing matters everything dies one day and so will you <laughs> reprogramming enjoy the rest of the show uh, no but at the very oh, no. end of the movie I, I won't say a lot of the plot details but i'll summarize at the very end of the movie uh sophie goes through her whole journey and mm. she gets to this point where she's much more brave she's more confident and she even uh, ends up sacrificing her own uh self in a sense to to save the people that she loves and that's in my mind a really good power-up scene in which she she ends up just like losing everything and becomes because of that a better version of herself who will fight for everything that she's lost hmm. and she, it's a great yeah. great little movie i love it's it to so death. brilliant it's so brilliant i mean she's just she's not the same person as she was in the beginning no. and you follow all. it all the way through God, i like man. the power rangers power up scene <laughs> you know to get the big suit <laughs> <and> swords <laughs> and then and then you they and then they fight the small guys and then they grow into big guys but they're also they're also big guys. I really like when they I turn into a tiger. I love that one. My favorite one's the yellow one. I think I think she was attractive uh. in the movie. <laughs> I didn't actually watch. I, the I was movie. talking about the Nickelodeon TV show. Oh, I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember if she was attractive or not. That was like eight years ago. Um, All right, so uh, we're getting pretty close to the end here. Justice got one final question for you, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, right. So earlier I asked you deal about... or where... no, deal, <laughs> deal. <laughs> Justice, one you're mentally draining me. I'm already <laughs> so spent. All right. <clears throat> it's, Justice, it's earlier you talked about how uh, you I see yourself going down the path of writing. A... They're not even just listening. Listen to the question. <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. They're not even listening. They don't hear me. This is so sad. Do your own podcast. We're never over. I guess I am doing my own podcast. (laughs) How are you doing? It's great that you come on. Podcast. We're going to talk about soup. I like. uh, I think chicken enchilada. I think pots are better than pans. What are your? What do you think? I think that's a dumb question. It sounds like we're copying off somebody's soup idea of a podcast. I think you're. I think you guys are copying me. Hey, you guys want to do a merger and combine our soup podcast? Yo, what's up, Colin? Hey, we should, we should I, yeah, that. I'm here too. That sounds fun. Let's yeah, uh, start right Tyler and Colin, it's great to have you guys on the podcast. podcast <laughs> oh, okay, so podcast. you took control. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Bitcoin is. I, well, now I'm I confused because like... this was a soup podcast, and now we're talking about financial. <laughs> no, stocks. no, we're talking about bitcoins. Um, oh, okay, it's did, an it's just a general appliance. I think podcast. that they should change the penny to a two cent penny, so then we can start printing it off. Because if we do pennies, we're losing money. What? Yeah. Hey, Justice, I this did. is really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, really dumb. No, see, the point is, it's not funny. It's more of a commentary, and then that's when that's when you okay, guys. Okay, so what's the? Oh, com- what it's a political commentary. Oh, okay. Political. I didn't get that at first. I get that now. <laughs> yes, I still good. don't get it. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm just dumb. It's fine. Yeah. Tyler, get closer to the mic. You're sitting like five. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just peaked. Hope you enjoy it. God, enjoy that peak gosh. later. Justice. <laughs> I have a question for what you. What are better, songs or music? Justice, stop talking. <laughs> well, I personally think musicals because they have songs in it. <laughs> I'll keep that one. Okay, yes, I'm here now. Okay, he's here now, everyone. Woohoo. 
Yay. All right. Justice, <laughs> your question. Your question. Everyone be. All right. We're having quiet hour. Okay. <coughs> quiet coyote. <Quite> <gasps> if you've seen Soul. Quiet coyote. All right. <gasps> good. Good job, boys. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Guys, you're killing There's me. There's just. Okay, the look of disappointment on Gollum's face just makes it was worth funny. it. It's <laughs> funny. Just makes funny. it worth it. Ha-ha. Okay, Justice, you like lights. You like uh, cinematography and you like doing gaffing. And I was curious because. Um, Felt like what... an attack at first, didn't you feel that? <laughs> I was like, you, you like, like lights. lights. Like, you like, like lights? What? Uh, what's that about? Uh, <laughs> disgusting like, human being? The Lord of Light. Loser? Uh, no, but I'm curious. Uh, what Give what makes room. you so uh, fascinated with lighting on set? Like, what 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 drives you to want to be a gaffer? Because you talked about oh, that too. Oh man, uh, you want to get honest for a second? Sure. Um. <laughs> oh <laughs> wow! Okay, dark, it's gonna get dark. Backstory here. <laughs> um, I'm scared I... of the dark as a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I killed a child back in 2008. I was scared. I'm looking That's for the light. So much better than anything I could have gone. <laughs> Was scared of the dark. Scared of the dark. <laughs> I consider the darkness a real enemy. <laughs> I think of it as I want to light the, the world. Every time I go on set, I'm like, Warrior no darkness light. here, only light. <laughs> only light. Whenever they're like, all right, we're gonna shoot this at night, I'm like, no, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> it is day. It is day for me and my fellow spirits of life. You can have your darkness and evil some other time. Papa, the monsters okay. come out at night, Papa. Tyler, stop <laughs> turning off the camera. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, the monsters are inside you all along. Power of friendship, like I said earlier, Timmy. <laughs> Papa, um, I'm very curious as to when Justice will answer the question I asked. <laughs> we Never. S- <laughs> no, son. He, it seems like he's just kind of buying his time. Yes, it does seem like that, Papa. <laughs> I am very Shut curious. You. Shut up. <laughs> Mother, hey, you, 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 <laughs> Mumsy, what's wrong? Set us down, child. Shut up, shut up, baby. Why is the cat talking in the corner, Papa? I don't really know, <laughs> hey, child. Let's get out of here. Why is the cat bear- talking, <laughs> Papa? I'm it is scared. It's childbearing stage again. <laughs> I am the darkness. <laughs> I am Batman. I'm Batman. Oh my God. Uh, you're not Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. No, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm literally called Batman in our D&D campaign. I'm Batman. <laughs> Why, fact, why are they all Batman, Batman, Papa? I'm not Papa, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, light. All right, light. Um, um, it's, it's because I... I've always felt... No, I've always felt really... Um, I've always felt really ill-equipped at, like, movie stuff. Or, like... At, at building anything or if someone needed uh, needed uh, to find something or something like I always felt like I couldn't do it like I literally I felt like I was the worst like anything to do with spatial awareness um, I like I, I'm serious spatial like, awareness yeah, is not his strong suit if you do not, not know it's, justice it's not it's like negative I bump stats. into everything but like I mean I was clumsy and I still am, but I was very clumsy sophomore year, but like that was better. Like I was, that was kind of my, man, that was one of my bigger things at GCA. Like I was the clumsy kid. Like I would fall constantly or I would have my shoelaces. Yeah, dude, I would have like my shoelaces untied or something, or I just wouldn't know where I was at. And a lot of that I think is because I was in my imagination so much. Um, But I just always felt so useless. Like, when it came to just kind of anything with like spatial awareness. Um, and I felt that a lot actually at the beginning of sets as well. Um, I just felt like I was good as a writer and there was nothing else that I can do. Uh, I was just going to get in the way. Um, and, and that kind of stuck with me. Um, and then I just, I kept on doing, and then I just kept on doing sets. I just kept on getting on sets. I got some great opportunities and Nashville for some paid gigs and you know kind of the stuff you, you're not going to turn that down no. uh, and I was scared like living daylights uh, out of me I mean I like these are professionals that I'm working with and time is money uh, and I'm trying my best but I was there and I did it uh, and I started to realize that like I could you not I remember thinking like oh I can do this and mm-hmm. then it like flipped like it, it flipped I literally had the lie that I could not 
I could not, I, I could not move equipment. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to understand how to move stuff. And uh, so once I did, I tried to work really hard, and I felt like I've actually started to get better at it. Like I'm, I'm good at it. And That's awesome. I still don't feel. Uh, I, I'm. St- I still lack a lot of spatial awareness, <laughs> uh, like a lot. But when I'm on set, it makes sense. Hmm. Like I know where stuff is now. Like I, I have an idea, and that feeling is so new and so honestly nice. They're called that... organization skills. <laughs> I, know, yeah. <laughs> I know, but like I just want to like hold on to it. Uh, so that I think I think that's like the big thing underneath all of that. Hmm. Um, that I want to be. Uh, I want to be a gaffer because uh, I finally kind of proved proved myself wrong there, uh, or proved myself right. Wait, no, I proved. It's wrong. The lie was wrong. I'm right. And you proved yourself home. wrong. You Oprah. were able to do yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I was able to do it. So I there think that's go. a big reason. Uh, that's wanna great. Uh, want to be a gaffer. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah. Very, very nice. Very, very, very nice. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you're, you're an extremely passionate person and you're always very, uh, delicate when you come to your work you 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 tend to really try and make it as perfect as possible and that that shows because you guys had a great project this past summer and it got so far that it became the national best film from the 48 hour film festival and that's a great achievement and it's just a testament to uh to what you guys can do um well yeah i think that's really all the time we're gonna have for today uh we're about an hour in recording it's probably gonna be maybe around like 40 to 50 minutes in the actual episode Mm -hmm. but um justice i just i just want to say thank you for coming on you've been in i said it before but i'll say it again an absolute delight i i I think you're the best um you're a wonderful human being to be around and a very funny one uh who is also six three has brown eyes and uh, (laughs) and maybe not funny in this episode but the next one (laughs) the next one for sure right really of course (laughs) yeah Totally. Um, I'm just be working on comedy oh, yeah. bits until Tell next episode. <laughs> okay, guys, I got my list here. Um, <laughs> Justice is there. food. <laughs> is there anything you want to plug? Any Instagram or YouTube Justice or anything like that? Um, oh god, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> dude, sure. If you want, if you want to follow me on John Justice 2020, I mean, it's not going to be much. That's on Instagram. By That's the way. on Instagram. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> like post once a year oh my god yeah like sure join join the gang man <laughs> um join the gang uh where i post store on my story my film sets and then feel insecure because i'm like man i'm showing my best life and then don't post my best life <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um uh, well, yeah. Also, if you, if you uh, want to follow him on his really lame Instagram, uh, that was. Can you repeat the name again? The username, the really lame username. Can you repeat that? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Selena Gomez. Uh, one, two. Oh wow! What? Oh, that's weird. I know. Right? Uh, watch the uh, one. No. Watch you write a script one day, and the producer that picks it up is Selena Gomez, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so excited to work with you." And then an intern busts in through the door, and he's like, "Selena, Selena, you got to see this." And they pull up this audio clip of you saying, "Oh, really lame person." Colon Selena Gomez underlying text Gomez. bold italicized and she goes justice my lover my 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 friend how could you do this to me and then you never you get blacklisted and you never work in the industry again so and then I mean, I'd be like well thank goodness that she's not doing that Selena plus chef show anymore <laughs> wow you really got something against Selena Gomez huh do we need to she's talk about not, this she's not a great musical artist she's not a great actress why she's She's attractive. Wow. That's <laughs> why. What's yeah? What's the catch? Dang! Wow, this is um, just straight up. What, hates is, Selena what Gomez. songs has she written? This is it. Exactly I should, this, this right. Been the whole what she written? No. What songs has she written? What song has she performed? That's a better question. Uh, love you like a love song, baby. Back on Disney <laughs> Channel. Oh, shoot. my lumps. My lumps. My the, what is the song? No, she didn't. Like Stop slandering Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> I heard she wrote a song for Birth of a Nation. <laughs> no, 
Okay, fine. we're going to end the podcast now. All right. Well, uh, sorry, sorry, on Instagram, sorry. if you want to follow a real cool away. account that's not cool at all, Shut. I'm going to fade uh, out their audio, so it's just me talking right now. At uh, uh, the poor man's cast, or just poor man, or it's poor underscore man's underscore cast. Sorry, I'm sorry if I'm loud right now. They're talking. I am. They're not going to be talking in the edit, though. It's going to be quiet. Justice is plugging his Instagram. It's fine. Um, yeah, follow the podcast on Instagram. Please spread us around if you can. We'd love to get some more people to listening. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, uh, and, and, yes, we have a, a big project. We talked about it last episode. We have a big project coming on. Uh, Justice will be a part of that project, so you'll get to see a little bit more of that in the future. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. Uh, so, Justice, we usually end with uh, movie recommendations of movies we've seen in the week uh or or just in so that comes to mind it doesn't have to be movies it'd be tv or something too so do you yeah. have any any just movies to recommend yeah entertainment um uh yeah uh gone girl haven't seen okay. gone girl watch it david fincher unbelievable uh i would say it is just like parasite in one way but i hmm. will not give that away interesting I can tell you guys after it but it is phenomenal. Hmm. Very nice. Ty, yeah. what about you? Yeah. Oh, wait, um, hold on. And Tyler Perry is also good in the movie? <laughs> like, what? Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> taking the mic away from okay. you now. <laughs> um, I guess I, I, don't, I haven't really watched anything new this week. This week's just been like a wild week. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just, feel that. Just homework. Um, oh, it's horrible. Oh, yeah. It's great. Okay. Um, See, all the homework. Just not even gonna name specific classes, but oh god. Um, but anyway, I I get there's a movie that I've really been wanting to rewatch lately, um, and it's The Prestige. Yeah, uh, heck yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I saw that with you for the first time, Colin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, watched it in your bonus room. Um, I've been trying to get Justice to watch it too, but we we always like are like, oh, let's do let's watch a movie. And it's like two a.m. It's yep. like a two and a half hour movie, and we're which like, which will be oh. tonight because it's already one in the morning. So there you yeah. go. I actually was gonna ask after recording, and I looked up and I was like, oh yeah, it's one o'clock. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would I would go watch the Prestige if you haven't. Go rewatch it if you have because I, I remember being a really good movie. And if it's not, then you, I don't know. Oh, DM pres- me on Instagram. Prestige is awesome. Bad. It's one of Christopher Nolan's lesser known films, and it's amazing. Yeah, I know. It's so like, good. Like no one ever knows it's Christopher Nolan until they like see the stuff. And they're like, oh, what? But no, it, yeah. it's it's an amazing film. It's really really good. It's, it's actually it's, one of my yeah. favorites from him. I love it a lot. It, it, it's just such a good mystery kind of also magic-y movie yeah it's a it's a story um, at the heart of it about uh ambition and uh hatred and it's it's cool yeah. how he kind of plays that wow. story out yeah it's a really it's, really it's a really cool. good story wow it's about two rival magicians who uh tr- always try and one up one another and it's hugh mm. jackman and uh christian bale so it's a really good cast and david bowie's in it too he plays a, a surprise person. I will not spoil who, but is it wasn't hey, Emma Watson you, in there? Am I wrong you, on that? What? Emma Watson is not in that movie. No. Well, who? There was a girl. You guys, there, you guys swear. remember when David Bowie starred in the uh, 1997 movie The Labyrinth? I do. Uh, the Jim Henson one. Where yes. he, yes, and where he like hit on or like the teenager and him who's kind of like they're having a thing, but like not. Oh. You remember that part? It was Scarlett Don't. Johansson. That's who it was. Oh yeah, Scarlett's in there, in the Prestige, not in the creepy labyrinth movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember that creepy thing, man. I do. Uh, cool. My recommendation is uh, Hot Rod. It's an Andy Samberg movie. It's an SNL movie. Uh, I've seen it twice in like this past month because I've I, just been rewatching it. I watched it. it last night for the first time. You did. It was legitimately super funny. It's one of my favorite comedies of all time because of how dumb it is. Um, if you just if if twenty twenty one is is starting off to a great start and you're already depressed and you need a little pick me up something that's gonna make you chuckle and distract you from the horrible horrible everything going on outside watch Hot Rod uh, I'm pretty mm. sure it's on one of the platforms the streaming platforms for free um, oh well that's a but good it's, it's, <laughs> thanks Colin oh yeah totally it's on it's on something go find it it's on uh, one but thing. It, it, <laughs> it's, it up. it's so funny and it honestly I think it came out like in 2010 or something like that 
but it's hilarious because like it feels it feels like they predicted modern day meme humor before meme it's humor so actually good. happened. It's amazing. So and Amy know. Adams is awesome in it. Amy Adams isn't this in this that. This is a thing for girl actors. <laughs> no, that's not. I no. think it's partially a little bit of a. Okay, no, the whole point was going to be it's not Amy Adams, it's the other redhead girl, but they're all constantly oh, confused. Okay. So I was setting you up, Colin, but never mind. I got you. I yeah. didn't get that. You didn't get it. No, I didn't I was, get that either. I don't even know who the. Real, real zinger the there, huh? <laughs> yeah, real zinger. Also, I didn't like that point in The Prestige where they did the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man Easter egg. Okay, it well, it's been forced. a great episode, everyone. <laughs> uh, Justice, thank you so much for coming uh, to the episode, for coming on, on this episode and last that time we did. Here. Um, if this episode even comes out, we'll see. I might edit this and be like, well, this is going in the trash can, so we'll see. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Soul, and also, not a lot of laughs. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Tell someone you love them because everyone deserves to feel loved. And, uh, yeah, boys, you got anything to say? You are responsible for that person who does not feel loved <laughs> if you do not tell them that you love them. It's your fault. And you are responsible for the love that they oh, do not feel. Dramatic statement from Justice Skinner. Tyler, send us home. Uh, what do you got? Play. Go play D&D. Okay, great. Get, All right. Go play bye, D&D. everyone. <laughs> roll 22. Wait, Goodbye. What? Oh. Goodbye. <laughs> We're fading out. The music's fading in. Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. 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 Goodb